Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. This could go on forever. What should I do? I could shave. I can clip my nails. Nah. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. I have a business proposition for you. I have a proposition for you. I've got a proposition for you guys. I want to hear proposition. Let's hear them. It's Minnesota Sports Prophet Time with Mackey and Judd. All right. Intern Max is the executive producer of this segment here, so blame him if these over-unders are terrible. Okay? It's not our fault. It's Intermax's fault. It's the University of Minnesota's fault if these are bad. This is schooling. Yes. It's the uh, Harvard School of Journalism's fault if these are bad. Let's throw this one out first. Over under 12 and a half more games in a Twins uniform for Dozier. As you, do you want to do these separately, Max? For Dozier. Let's say Dozier. Will Dozier make it to the trade deadline, basically, is the question. Right. Um, Under. He will not. He will be traded with... I don't think he'll be traded this week, but uh, with the Machado trade to the Dodgers going through today and that now uh, creating clarity for who still needs middle infield help and a second yeah. baseman in particular, I say under. David? Under. He gone. I think it's under, too. Give it a week. I think now that Machado, yeah, the fact that Machado has been dealt and now the Phillies and the Brewers and there's other teams that are looking around, okay, what's our plan B? Yeah, and they're not going to want to wait, and the Twins are going to want to get a deal done. So I'm going to say under for both him and Escobar. What about you, Max? Yeah, under. Sadly. So there will be no July well, 31st round. Don't be sad about that. Don't, prospect. don't be Those sad. Don't be a good guy. Oh. oh. Judd's going to punch if, you if in you the got, face. If you got uh, a good guy. I don't care if he's a, I don't care if he ascends <laughs> to heaven upon his death. I'm trading him. His last Instagram post was very sentimental. He's very happy where he at. he's at in life. It was. It was, it was him watching a sunset in Louisiana with you a see? drink. And that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> and because Sorry, he Dave. plays baseball, about seven people saw it. <laughs> I was going to say, Rob Manfred wants that Instagram post from Doge to be a middle finger awesome. to the twins. This one's for you, Falvey. That's what that should be. Oh, it would get a ton of likes. It would get a ton of, it would get a ton of traction. We need more controversy. All right. How about this one? Tiger Woods in the British Open this week. Will he place over or under 10 and a half? So not score, but like 10th place. Okay. I'll, I'll just go. Is he going to finish top 10? Will Tiger Woods finish top 10? I think you should start and then Max, because yes. you guys are the fan club. I'm going through my 1500ESPN.com Fantasy Golf Challenge picks right now. I just want to make it official. Tiger Woods has been selected for the uh, <laughs> fifth time this summer. For me, yes. He will finish top 10. He might even win. He's Max? got the three iron rocking. Th- he had a three hundred thirty-three yard yeah. three iron. Okay, You're excited, yeah. and Max is more excited than you. That's what I like about this. <laughs> uh, I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Uh, hey, Katie, 
He's got Tiger winning this week. Wow. And uh, Hank Haney coach. used to be his coach. Yeah. Yep. If anyone knows Tiger Woods, it's Hank Haney. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, uh, he will be in the top ten. Okay. Well, let's hear from Tiger first. Oh, conditions are tough. Man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think I'm putting well. Really do. And my back feels good. And, yeah, I feel good, man. Could you elaborate on that, Tiger? Well, I think I'm putting really well. And conditions are really tough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my back feels really good. Really and tough. I feel good, man. Really good. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to buy it till I see it. No. I, he certainly can make the cut. I'm not going to go with uh, my U.S. Open prediction, which was a winner, by the way, that he will not make the cut. Uh, but, no, the Thursday-Friday troubles are real, and he will uh, not do well enough troubles. early to get back oh. to a top-ten finish. Troubles. Yeah. Carnoustie is, uh, is a tough course it to tame. It is a bear. Really tough. Really tough. Tough, um, tough conditions are Tiger tough. will Tiger will finish uh, somewhere between 11th and 15th, so I don't think it'll be a complete disaster, but he will not finish in the top ten. Oh, 11th. To f- I thought you'd have him missing the cut for sure. Mr. Negative Not necessarily, over here. no. No. Uh-uh. Mr. Tiger Negative. Uh, nope. I am far more positive than that. Um, let's say, uh, let's go to this one here. Over or under, we're talking Timberwolves and where they fit in the Western Conference. Over or under 47 and a half wins for the Timberwolves next season. And how about this added to it? Will the Timberwolves make the playoffs? Over or under 47 and a half and will they make the playoffs? All right. Oh, Western Conference is going to be so, so very, very tough. I say, I just have a weird feeling about where things are going with this franchise. So I say under, not by a lot. I say under, and they miss the playoffs, and they finish ninth or tenth. David, I mean, health is Jimmy going to play for fifty games no. or 60, yeah, 70, 80? Fifty-ish. I will add a third thing: Jimmy Butler over or under yeah, sixty-one I, and a half games. If Jimmy can play for most of the season, and then Carl, 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 he's healthy. Carl, yeah, eyes, eyes. If if healthy, there still should be no reason they don't get to fifty, right? Is right? that the over? The is that the over? conference is incredibly difficult. <laughs> I know. Final it's, inc- it's not like the conference was easy last year. Yep. Jimmy missed 30 games, and, and they were just under 50. In so. Los Angeles, man. You're right. they get to 40? Really? No kidding, Joe. Yeah, so it gets tougher. It's getting tougher, not <laughs> easier. Did that just break this morning? What, like, oh, yeah. No. You Clippers or Lakers? You didn't hear? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. Sparks. Oh, oh. I, hey, that's a good pickup. Nice. That's a really good what, pickup. Uh, I say, I'm going to say over. I'm just going to bet on health, I guess. I'm taking the over as well, and I'm taking playoffs. I think it's over. I think it's playoffs. Uh, I think they have too much talent. Anthony Tolliver is going to be bombing threes from the corner now. It's going to be great. <laughs> and uh, and then they get deposited sometime in the first round in yeah. like five games. I mean, according to the list yesterday, they have two top 20 players in the league. You have to be a playoff team. You should be. You, you have be. to be. Yeah. Switch! Max? Yeah, I, I, I'm right with Dave. It, it, of course you are. When Jimmy was healthy, they were a third seed. So if he does stay healthy, they should have more than 47 wins, and therefore they should go to the playoffs. Uh, yeah, like you said, I don't see them going past this. Do not first round. underestimate dysfunction that has been growing and will continue to grow. Don't underestimate that. We should have Max do like a rank him here. Rank the three of us. We should do like a date, marry, uh, kill. Uh, no, 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 no. A sporting. I don't want Max to, to do that because I think I know that I'm going off the bridge. <laughs> <You> had, <laughs> well, considering you injured your leg, yeah, we're about to send you to the glue factory. Oh, you should. My right knee. All right, this one's right up Judd's alley. Ow. Over or under 0.5 playoff games played for the Wild next year? 
Well, seeing as how my write that down uh, last Friday was that the Wild would miss the playoffs, I will go under. Once again, conference is really good. Their division is fantastic. There's teams that have improved themselves. They will not make the playoffs, so it's under. It doesn't feel good, does it? It feels like this no. is finally the year where it falls off the table, and maybe it's not a disaster, but you go ninth, 10th in the West, and head to the golf course early. And you'd rather it be a disaster than be yes, that, too. absolutely. And I think I think you guys are right. I'm going to I'm gonna say the streak of, is it six straight years? Yeah, six straight. We're very proud it's of that, run. It's way. a very Timberwolves, late 90s, early 2000s-like streak, but yes, not quite as impressive because the Wolves at least capped it with a near run to the finals. Yep. Uh, and uh, there will be no such run for the Wild. I'm going to take the under on that, unless they make a big trade. Max? Yeah, it, it seems like they're flatlining. And, uh, Clear? Yeah. They're, they're, they might, Let's call they're, it. They're probably not going to make it. Clear. Uh, by Let's the way, Tiger Woods, I'm just going through his uh, 2018, because we're going to talk to Nick Peters next. And he's going to offer some Tiger optimism as well. Uh, Hero World Challenge was the first event of the year in December. Shot a 69 in the first round. These first round struggles are overblown. He, okay, he did shoot a 78 in the first round yeah, I, at the U.S. Open. Yeah, okay, okay so that's shot not a overbl- 68 that's not in the first right round there. at the Arnold Palmer. Yeah, a 70 at Quicken Loans, not a disaster. Jump on the wagon, gentlemen. I Jump picked on him the to wagon. finish like 12. I think that's a very good result for an okay. aging golfer with a bad back. His, his last back. two tournaments, he went from plus 10 as a final score to minus 11. That's a 20. 21 struggle. So so he's basically going to shoot minus 32 at the British Open, is what I'm saying. Maybe like minus 25. Carnoustie. Well, if it's windy, minus 25. Yeah, tough Carnoustie course. Tough course. A lot of great competition, like Sergio. Yeah, I think obviously the last time I played a Carnoustie, uh, you know, not much to smile about, but uh, I think this year is all going to change, man. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go anywhere. More Mackie and Judd coming up next. Oh. It's just what they'll be expecting us to do. On 1500 ESPN. Now, back to Mackie and Judd. If anyone wants to clap, now is the time to do it. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios on 1500 ESPN. This course can be played so many different ways, which is uh, uh, going to be the, the, the real interesting test is how we're going to you know, manage our way around the golf course. Uh, as I was saying to some of the guys a couple days ago, that... The fairways were faster than the greens. Uh, yesterday, not as much because obviously the rain that came in, uh, but still they were a little bit quicker. Well, conditions are tough, man. But, uh, you know, I think I'm putting well. I really do. And my back feels good. And, yeah, I feel good, man. Could you elaborate on that, Tiger? Well, I think I'm putting really well, and conditions are really tough. But, uh, yeah, my back feels really good, and I feel good, man. All right, let's get our guy in here. Uh, Loyal listener and golf aficionado, Nick at Boulder Point. First, we need, before we talk British Open and Tiger Woods, we need your official review of episode three of the Judd Zolgad Athlete Challenge, a 150-yard par three at White Eagle the other day. Did you see it? I tell you, I I did. I was was rather impressed. I mean, to, to pick up a club after not playing for that long and actually... Looked like he knew kind of what he was doing was uh, pretty impressive. If if you were to give me Nick one piece of advice, what would it be? You just need to limber up a little bit. You looked a little you looked a little bit stiff and just kind of uh, you were, you were all arms. You didn't use your body too much. But Sorry, I mean, my life. That, that's something you can work on and get figured out. <laughs> Not surprising. Not surprising. I, one bit. Okay. I, I do have one. I want one thing that I noticed, Phil, on your on your Facebook uh, post when you shared that is. Uh, Nadine wanted to go out on, on a limb there and say that golfers aren't athletes. I'm pretty sure the way the way we saw Judd in that challenge proved that golfers are athletes because 
the other the, the prior the prior things that Judd attempted to do, he looked completely lost in, and he did he turned it around and and went out there and looked good on the golf course. I think he, yeah. I th- well, I would say uh, the stance was interesting. I feel like you took a page out of Jack Nicholas's putting book, where you're sort of hunched over at a ninety degree angle, but on your tee shot. Yeah. So we either need to get you longer clubs. Um, or maybe find a way to kind of straighten out that spine so that you can have a little more. That's consistency, assuming I golf again, Phil. A little more consistency. You're assuming I I take the course again at some point. But in Nick, time. how can I get this? Is Judd Judd saying he's retired now? That that was like that was his last hurrah. It was a mic drop. He comes in. He has a 12 foot putt for par after not having played a hole in 20 years. Well, five on a three is a mic drop. I, I, but I feel like if you were that good after not golfing for 20 years, uh-huh. I feel like this is a foray back into. Competitive golf, or at least some of these media golf outings where they give you free food and booze, and you can just kind of get out there and hack it around in a scramble. I mean, how can yeah, Nick? How can he retire at this point? You can't because if, you, if, if he wants to say that he's going out on top after doing that, I mean, there's there's a lot of room for improvement there, and, and I don't think you need to give up at this point, thinking that's as good as it can get. All right. Well, per, perhaps <laughs> I will seek your counsel to improve my game to a point where I can actually play a, a par five. Because you know, the par three. I can see the pin. It's not too bad. Uh, if, if I had to hit driver, Nick, I think it'd be a different story. So I might need some uh, some help with that aspect of my game. Well, that, that that's a really good segue, kind of into talking about the British Open. I think you don't need to you wouldn't need to hit driver on a par five if you just hit that six iron or seven or whatever five iron. You hit off the tee there and hit it 120 yards at a pop. You'll still be yeah. up near the green and you know four shots chip on and take two or three putts and you still shoot less than a 10 so I, I don't see the issue there you don't need to hit the driver so what's the what's the deal are we are we seeing this correctly in these practice rounds at Carnoustie that like Tiger Woods is hitting a hitting long irons 300 plus yards just because of the roll but you don't even really you know it's not really a driver course this week no I mean it, it's definitely not when you can you know Tiger has a two iron in his bag that's a little bit less lofted than when he normally hits so he can keep that ball flight down and get the get the roll so if you can tee off with a two iron and hit it you know, 290 to, to 320, you know, there's going to be no reason to hit driver for a lot of these guys this week. Yep. I know in a couple of the practice rounds, Dustin Johnson hit driver in a couple of the par fives just to see, and he got within 100 yards of some of those par fives oh. off, his, off his tee shot. So I don't think you'll see any of that during the tournament rounds, but it's going to be fun to watch on that course playing. You know, it's the hardest course in the rotation, but with the hot and the, you know, the dry weather, the rough isn't as bad as it's been in the past. So, there's not going to be as much of a penalty for hitting driver, but I still don't think you know you'll see a lot of guys doing that, especially when you can get those 300 yard two and three irons off the tee. Tiger top ten or not, Nick? You know, honestly, I know this is going to sound like a you know just a, a fanboy take, but I think he has as good a chance as anybody to win this week, and I'll tell you why. At 42 years old, we've seen Tiger for the last few weeks, and he yeah he hasn't won and hasn't been the dominant player that you know we know him as in his early 30s. But he's played as good as anybody else on tour as far as consistency and being in the you know the top five or the top ten. Look at guys like you know Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas, who are the top players in the world. They don't go out and win every week either, but they're consistently in the top five or the top ten. And it works well this week for Tiger. And I haven't hit a lot of drivers. He can hit that two iron off every tee box and keep it in play. And hey, he's hitting his irons as good as anybody. So I don't think there's any reason for him to not compete this week. Is it is it true, Nick? This is this has been some of the speculation that now that he's like you said, forty two years old, he's had some trouble putting. He's had to switch to a new putter. Uh, that that's kind of the age where guys just get a little more nervy. Uh, what what's your theory on putting kind of going awry as you age and and where Tiger's at with that? Yeah, no, that that's definitely the case, and I think you we've seen that with 
Phil Mickelson over the past few years, what's been his nemesis when he's, you know, gotten in contention and been clutch and needed a clutch putt from three or four feet. He's had the kind of had that little bit of a, a left miss with it a lot of times. So I, I think that's the the number one thing you're going to see in a guy that, you know, like Tiger is into his 40s. You're going to miss the putt as much as you're going to miss anything. I think you're right. Yeah. You know, the best thing about the British Open, and, and this is true if you're a big tennis or Wimbledon fan too, you get to wake up in the morning. You can even set an alarm at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning if you're a diehard on Thursday and Friday. But on the weekends, they tee off a little bit later. You can get up. And you get to watch the championship play out on Sunday, and it's over by like 11 o'clock or noon, and you can get on with your day. You don't have to wait all morning for them to tee off, and now it's like 1 o'clock to 6 o'clock. Family, friends, don't bother me. I want to watch the U.S. Open or the Masters. You get to get up, and you watch it play out, and then you're on with your weekend. It's it's one of the best sporting events of the summer. I would agree. It's by far my it's the second favorite major, way miles ahead of the U.S. Open and PGA for me. Just because of the fact that, it, you know, like you said, it's on early in the day and it's over in time to get on with your day. But it's, it's more real golf than other tournaments and majors because these guys have to, you know, plan out their shots and play different shots. They can't just go out there and bomb their driver and then flip a wedge onto the green. They actually have to play some golf, much like Augusta. You know, you got to play the, the wind and the firmness and the contours of the course. So it's, it's just overall, it's a better test of golf, I think, than the other two majors. Who's your pick? Um, I think I'm going to go with Alex Norin this week. Ooh. And he, 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 uh, he was at the, you know, the French Open. He's taken a couple weeks off since the French Open, but he's, uh, you know, five top three finishes already in 2018. So I think Alex Norin is going to be the guy that I'm going to go with this week just because it always seems like there's a, a non-American that, you know, goes out and does well this week. But if you got, if you want to, if you want an American name, I think I'm going to go with, uh, Patrick Reed. All right. Yeah, he as, as, I mean, much, as much as I'm not really a fan of you know kind of his his attitude and his way on the golf course, I think just his his uh, you know so he's a solid player from tee to green with everything. So that's that's kind of my guy for the from the U.S. Okay, the the winning score could be dependent on a number of factors. The last three times the British Open has been played at Carnoustie, 1975, Tom Watson winning score of minus nine, and then in 1999 the famous. Meltdown by Jean Vandeveld on 18, rolling up the pant legs and, and carting a triple bogey. Paul Laurie won that in a playoff, and, and the winning score was plus six after 18 holes. So that's a 15-stroke difference. Then back to minus seven for, for Patrick Harrington in 2007. So your prediction on winning score, and is it just the, the difference between a plus five or a plus six versus like a minus seven winning score? Is it wind? What What about the conditions? I think we'll be in that six to seven to eight under range just because of the the fact that even if you get some of that wind and the rain and the crappy weather, you're still not going to have the ridiculous rough like they had in 1999 just because of how the weather's been. It's so so much thinner and wispier with the dry weather. So I think you can still you're going to still see some scores under par, but I don't think it'll be real under par. But it looks like the weather's not going to be super crazy. It doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of rain, so I don't think the firm, the course is going to soften up much. It's going to still stay fast and firm, but it's going to be awesome to watch. Yeah. Uh, golf guy at Boulder Point. That's our guy, Nick Peters. Thanks Thank for you, coming Nick. on, buddy. All right. Have a good one, fellas. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I love waking up early, and there's been times where I'll set my alarm for 3.35 or I know, 4 o'clock in the morning and I just get up and rock sometimes. it. <laughs> Never done that myself for this tournament. I think it's going to happen tomorrow. I really think I'm going to get up at like oh, 4 o'clock in the morning. No, 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 don't, don't, because you'll be really tired then. What, and then you'd have to talk more? And then, no, because then you get tired, and then you no, don't do that. Just wait till Friday. I'm off on Friday. Okay. I'll do put you it on realize, Johnny Krasinski on Friday. Do you realize, though, okay, so now 
I played not 18 good holes, not nine good holes. I played one uh, good hole. Now you well, guys want me to go out. Yeah, okay, I played, played one decent hole. You played a hole. Okay, I got I got a five and three. You now want me to go out and like buy clubs? Like if I'm going to do this, I got to go buy clubs because my, my starter set from uh, Kokesh and Hopkins, which is now closed, no longer works effectively for me. Okay, I know. I, I guess my question would be: I don't, I don't do whatever you want. Live your life the way you want. Thank but you. I guess my question would be: What prevents you? So you you can clearly maneuver your way around a golf course. Like that hole proved that. Okay, there's you can keep up enough. Like it's not a total throwaway disaster. Is it that you just don't want to be outside? Is it that you don't like camaraderie? Is it might like, step what, in a hole? Yeah, yeah I might hybrid on my right knee. So you you no, proved yourself to be it's not the outside passable as a golfer. Yeah, better than a lot of guys that I golf with as like friends. Like I have friends who are just disasters, but it's fun to go out and okay, pack around, play, drink a beer, and hang out with. There is a temptation to uh, possibly return to the uh, to the par three courses. I have no interest in ever playing eighteen. But I could play a part. But if I do this now, I got to go get clubs for myself because I don't have clubs, and what, then I gotta. What are the main factors that that really make eighteen holes sound like a nightmare for you? Way, way too much golf. Way too long of day. <laughs> I don't. If I'm going to drink like that, then I'm going to sit in a bar and drink like that. I'm not going to like navigate my way around a course. Uh, the par fives are just a waste of my time. <laughs> They're a for sure. Ten, they're a for Those are sure. Scoring holes, John. Come on. They're a for sure ten to twelve, and ten might be good for me. So I just feel like like this whole thing has the ability to backfire if I gain confidence and think to myself, I'm going to go back to golfing. <laughs> I feel like I, I almost feel like because you've talked about your hatred for games and how you just like you don't like to play board games oh, or board that games. anything that could be construed as competitive you're sort of anti and you've made that known on the show yeah games for sure and i feel like dave and i nailed it a couple of years ago when we had this conversation that you have this deep-rooted fear of either looking like an idiot or losing but i don't and it prevents you from going out and expanding your horizons okay but and I, the judd zolgat athlete challenge is stripping those things away see it's not so bad you go out you knock a ball 120 yards down the fairway you high five some buddies no. Here, here, get some sunshine. Here is the key to my life. If I can fail quickly, I'll gladly fail. But if I have to fail over the course of a four-hour round of golf, or I have no interest in failing. Four-hour radio show, six years. Damn it, I'm good at this. <laughs> I mean, I don't care what the numbers say. I don't care what the ratings say. I'm good at this one. What's coming up in stuff you should know about, Dave? I'm do my best to save Judge Show here. A uh, new form of baseball uniform, oh. Kirk Cousins, with an interesting outlook at life, and a <laughs> shameful, unprofessional, disgusting display in the American League dugout last night. Don't go anywhere. More Mackie and Judd coming up next. Gentlemen, to the medicine cabinet. On 1500 ESPN. The Mackie and Judd Show rolls on. It's go time, you and me. On 1500 ESPN. And Stuff You Should Know About is sponsored by Walgreens. This summer, Walgreens has you covered with trusted essentials you need at a great value like sun protection, bug spray, and healthy snacks. Stop by Walgreens today for summer care no matter where. Walgreens trusted since 1901. Woo! Twin City sports fans are chanting for right now. Mackie and Judd continue with stuff you should know about. What you know? Woo! 
Dave Harrigan, did you say that uh, that you got an item regarding the Vikings quarterback? Is that correct? I did. Are you going to st- say that? Are you going to start there? Would you like me to start there, Jen? I'm very curious what you've got. Have you seen the, uh, maybe it's not the latest, but one of the latest Instagram posts from our very own Kirk Cousin? Cousins. Yes. The front porch deal. Judd, do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, I do, but keep going. This is good. The big cylindrical tube he's got on his front front porch looks like it's uh, two, three feet high. It looks it, with, it looks like it's higher than it looks like it's like five feet high. Now well, maybe who knows? Whatever it is, it's filled with stones, rocks, things that yeah, about a palm size, something you can grab with one hand. And he captions it. This now sits on my front porch. Seven hundred twenty stones. If I live to be ninety, there's one for every month left. I'll take one out as each month passes. Great reminder for me to live a life of meaning. And impact. And then uh, Psalms 103, verses 15 through 17. I love the sentiment of, hey, don't take life for granted. You, you know, life is an hourglass. You're, you're a speck of dust. Uh, and ashes so to live, ashes, dust to dust. Live with purpose and put yourself out there and do things. I think actually putting a tube of rocks to represent your mortality in your driveway seems a little over the top to me. A little over the top. But... Hey, whatever gets him charged up in the morning. <laughs> I think the quarterback, uh, how can I put this as politely as possible uh, without knowing him at all, he's a quirky dude. I think he's a quirky guy. I think the fair. I think the I think the phony looking smile, I think this, I think he's got uh, he's got some definite uh ex- sort of eccentric sort of quirky things to him. You're in your 20s. Yeah, you take a rock out. Nah, no big deal. We're still full. You get to your 30s. Look how many rocks I still have. That thing's got to be a bummer once you hit 60, 70 years old, right? Try once you really start getting to the end. Just my a, rock a pile's reminder. going down quick, Dave Harrigan. Well, <laughs> at 48, my rock pile. because Let's just say yours isn't adding up to 90 no, either. No, exactly. <laughs> I, I gave myself till 56, though, okay? I feel like he's not accounting for all the other things that could, you know, eliminate 50 rocks from that tube very quickly. <laughs> like, I don't know, a Metro Transit bus comes flying by. or CTE. CTE. <laughs> maybe it's... More like 75 years instead of 90 years. Yeah. Let's find out how you guys, how much you guys know about the grand old game of baseball. First half ratings are out, boys. Right now, it's mostly flat if you average it out for all the markets. 2.98 is the average local rating for the ball clubs, which is flat from last year. Okay. Uh, the worst teams in ratings uh, locally, you're talking about the White Sox and the A's and the Marlins, Marlins and the Dodgers yeah. and the Angels Four just because there's so much to do in L.A. Can you tell me who the top five teams are when it comes to local ratings? And on the Dodgers, don't they still have that weird TV deal where like 75% of people in yeah. L.A. can't actually watch their Sportsnet. games? Sportsnet. Which is a problem. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, so top rated teams. Yankees. Yankees are not one of the top rated. Really? Let me, let me get official here with the buzzer. I would think the Red Sox have to be in the top five. My Red Sox guess. are there. They are number three. Uh, we're talking top five here? Top five, uh, yes. Cardinals are going to be highly rated. They are number one. Yep. You know who's in, who I believe is in this grouping? The Minnesota Twins. They are not. 
nuts. What they, made you think that? They were very, because uh, I saw about a week ago, I saw a listing. Cave and they fever? Were, they were very high. Really? I was surprisingly high. Not high enough for uh, the list I have. Cubs have to be in the five. Cubs are not Whoa, okay. the top five. Wait, wait. Okay, so we've got Red Sox so far. And Cardinals. And Cardinals number one. I'm uh, trying to think of other. Oh, uh, Philadelphia's got to have some major excitement for the Phillies. You'd think so. Wow. Well, hold on a second here. Who would Indians? Indians are number two. You've got the top okay, three. So I still need four and five. Okay, Houston, come on, Houston, Houston is. Yeah it's, yeah, it's too big a market. That that's the problem because it seems so. Cleveland's well, Boston's not, not in the that top big three. a market, right? But Boston's a great baseball town, and so is St. Louis. I don't know. I, I give up. Number four is the team to our east. The Milwaukee Yeah, Brewers. that makes sense. Okay. They have uh, done very yeah. well. Ratings have grown by 46% for them. This team in 2016 was pulling an 11.70 rating. Whoa. Yes. Just from last year, their rating has dropped 40%. So from 2017, yeah. it has dropped 40%, but it's still top five, even though they are horrible. Your Kansas City Royals. Wow. <laughs> I sp- they they got nothing else to do, people. I guess. I mean, I guess. They yeah, got nothing else to do in Casey. Uh, yeah, that, that's interesting. And they were so on fire two years ago. There's probably still a lot of people that jumped on board when they won the World Series and are just kind of casual fans, whatever. Mike Moustakis is on TV. Okay. <gasps> interesting. Now let's talk about the horrible, shameful, disgusting, unprofessional, embarrassing display in the American League dugout. That's not me saying that. That's the words of many, many a Twitter or social media user after they saw Ken Rosenthal have the unmitigated gall to ask Manny Machado the question that oh. everyone knew he was going wow. to ask Manny Machado. At this moment, what exactly do you know about what your next step is going to be? I'm trying to enjoy this off day tomorrow. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get a car or not, but... Um... You know, just trying to trying to go up there, trying to enjoy this last off day, and um, you know, see what happens. But as of now, you know, I've, I've, I haven't heard anything. How dare you, Bojack and Rosenthal? So I saw people complaining about Rosenthal grilling Manny Machado. Was How that the was that the extent of it? Yeah, that was it. That was he asked pretty him much like, it there. Yeah, I, I saw it. He, he asked him like four questions. And and the first two were just sort of transitioning in, and then the, the third one was that one. People actually got upset about that. I yes. want the truth. Furious. You the, can't handle Fox the broadcasters truth. continue to be the worst in America. So, oh so we we have reports all day long that this guy has been <laughs> traded to the Dodgers. <laughs> reports the last two weeks he's going to be gone. Rosenthal Rosenthal asked him. He he answers the question in a very I'm fine to answer the question manner. And people are upset. You know That's what? Correct. I think he should have followed up by asking, "Did you bet on baseball, Manny? Yeah, did you exactly. Bet on Go Jim Gray. <laughs> did Go you do Jim steroids? Gray. Yes, you did, Pete. You bet on baseball. <laughs> you know what? Bleep people. You see the come on. Do you guys see the look that Honestly. Manny Machado went with walking into the stadium? Look at this. He's got outstanding. He's got oh. the suit. So he's got the suit, but that? with no undershirt. So he's got the button-up, expensive suit jacket. Is that Marcakis with no Who's undershirt? Talking? <laughs> oh my gosh! Just a bling, just a big you know like twenty thousand dollar. I gotta wear that. <laughs> Verbally binding. I gotta get me. That's verbally binding. I gotta get me a suit. I gotta get. I gotta show up for this show in in a nice pair of dress pants and just a shirt. 
No socks. No socks no and socks. a gap between the shoes and, and the bottom just, of the pants. And just the judge chest hair just bulging out. <laughs> Tomorrow? A couple medals. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? I don't know about Judd, that. Why not? Bring some white tennis shoes. He had the white shoes on, too. Oh, that's a great look. Judd, bring a suit tomorrow. Come that's on. That's a great look. A lot of chest hair, boys. You're not going to like know, it. The There's Judd Zolgat Athlete hair. Challenge could include pre- and post-game style. Showing up. Yeah, I could get changed walking back into down, my suit. Walking down the hallway with sunglasses on. <laughs> in a suit with no undershirt. <laughs> Got two more items for you, both ESPN related. Do you want ESPN past or ESPN present first? Let's let's start in the oh. past and move forward. All right. You know it's the ESPYS tonight. True. Very excited. Danica Patrick hosting brings to mind memories of ESPYS past. Oh my God! Specifically, oh, Norm yeah. Macdonald, 1998. Boy, yes. oh, the ESPYS were young then. Uh, Norm, weren't they? But man, it's great to be here at the 6th Annual ESPY Awards. Hard to believe huh, that the ESPYs are six years old. Although, uh, although Anthony Mason swears they're 18. So, <laughs> oh, <they're> so good. <laughs> that was so long ago. I mean, Charles Woodson was still coming off a great college year. And there's Charles Woodson. How about that? And what a season he had. Great, Manny. He became the first defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy. And congratulations, Charles. That is something that no one can ever take away from you. Unless you kill your wife and a waiter, in which case... <laughs> So uncomfortable, but yet so great. It's eight minutes of genius, of jokes that hit, jokes that bombed. Oh, it's gosh, it's delightful. And ESPN executive saying, whose idea was Norm McDonald? Yes. Oh, so who is, is Danica Patrick, is she, so someone, is she funny? Like, is We'll find out. Because she's going to do stand-up, I would think. Well, she's got to at least do a little monologue, a few minutes. Is Aaron going to join her to help her at out? some point? Is he going to... Join her on stage to help out. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Just things aren't going well. Hey, here's uh, Aaron Rodgers, and he's got t-shirts. <laughs> he's got the t-shirt cannon. <laughs> uh, if I play this song, what does it remind you of? Uh, te- teenagers in an arena. That's fair. One my dog poops. It should remind you of every single college football promo from ESPN yeah. last sure. year. That was the tune they That's used. Mm-hmm. We now know what we will be using this year. And get ready, because it's incredibly underwhelming. That's the price you pay. Leave behind your heart and cast away. Wait. Just every time you watch college football on ESPN, this is... This is how we're going to pump is it on. Who is this? Oh, just get ready. The fact that you don't know already is disgusting. Does it pick up? Yeah, I got nothing. I don't know who this is. Uh, this is Natural by Imagine Dragons. And oh, the weird okay, thing okay. about this song fan, is it way. sounds like every other bleeping Imagine Dragons song before it. They are so overrated. Oh. People actually like them a lot. I feel like Chris Long is a diehard Imagine Dragons guy. I'm very indifferent. At, I'm indifferent at best, I guess. I would be <sighs> indifferent, except it's like 
friends for me where everyone loves it and I don't understand it, so then I have to hate it. But I'm with Sorry. you. Why why do people like them? Like, I don't I know. Hear a lot of people oh, imagine dragons, yeah. you're not you're Boom, not into let's them. pound the drums and have a guy scream. Yeah. Yay! Music it's, it's basically sports songs too. I'm going to try hard today because <laughs> well, I, I tried hard yesterday. I, I think what bothers me is when when groups write songs specifically for like, you know, we're going to write this song and it's going to get played at sporting events in the summer. Right. Or have you guys, you guys know who Luke Bryan is, the big country yes, he's singer? He's coming to town. So he just released, is he coming to town or did he already, I think he might have already come to town. No, or I think it's coming. coming. I think it's coming to Target Field. Target Field? Yep. Okay. So he, a song just came out sometime in the last few weeks. I'm trying to think of the exact name, but it's like, it's like sunrise, sunburnt, and sunset, and it's about living your life in July, right? And it's like a group of writers and Luke Bryan got a new room and said, "How can we uh-huh. trick young people into loving this song? It can be their anthem for the summer. Yep, sun sunrise, yep. sunburn, and sunset. Yep. Repeat. I'm gonna write a tune called SPF 30, Luke Bryan." <laughs> Learn a little bit. Maybe a little SPF 45, just depending. <laughs> Judd, do you have any other Imagine Dragon hits oh, you'd sure, like to serenade sure. us with before we leave? Say what you say when I play. Whoa! I'm going to play today because no. I tried yesterday. That's good. That's good. The Mackie and Judd okay. Show will continue in a moment. Happy? Yeah, happy. On 1500 ESPN, Phil Mackie, Judd Zolgad. There's a touch of madness around here. Mackie and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Do you have the hottest of hot sports takes? Not afraid to share your opinions on the local teams? And perhaps you want your own show right here, sitting next to Judd Zolgad as his new co-host? Sorry, Phil. Uh, on 1500 ESPN, if you answered yes, well, you don't get to hang out with Judd right away, but maybe in time. 1500 ESPN's Sportscaster Idol is for you. We're holding a competition to find our next host with the winner receiving their very own show for a year. Entries being accepted now on the website through uh, July 29th. So about a week and a half left to go here. Get those entries in. More details, 1500ESPN.com. Did you see our hype video? It was great. Yes. Yes, I did, and it was uh, fantastic. Royce, with a very great, funny, with a great appearance in that video. Backwards cap. Oh, it was him. Yeah, it, it was shocking. Didn't it was, recognize it was him. him. You know, he actually had the a, voice gave it away. <laughs> Not to me. He had an idea. He wanted. He wanted uh, like his shirt was going to be tucked in, and he was going to have a belt, and he was going to like. He had some idea for an outfit that he was. But so you're going to be sitting at the table. So I'll, I'll turn my hat backwards. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was man. good. It was very, very funny. It's, I think you can see the, the video on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash 1500ESPN Twin Cities if you want to get a laugh at Patrick. But yeah, like like Dave said, for the, the Sportscaster Idol competition, auditions can be submitted to 1500ESPN.com. Just click on the link now through July 29th, and uh, some judging will take place to narrow down to the top 10 finalists, which will be announced on August 1st. And then uh, from there, top 10 voting for the next 10 days. Have you done any judging yet? Have you watched any of these? I have, I have not. I think Brad Lane's the only one who's, at some point, I, I'm one of the judges. I'm mm-hmm. like the, uh, if Brad is the Simon Cowell, then I guess I'd be like the Randy Jackson, just saying dog after every other word and <laughs> trying to console people. Dog, little pitchy dog. Those takes are a little pitchy for me, dog. So the I ju- don't know. Judges are who? You, Brad, who else? And um, I believe there will be a third athlete judge. Ooh. But I'm not even sure who it is yet. 
Mystery I'm judge? Mystery judge. I like this. Mystery judge. judge. Yeah. Okay. That's... What would you be looking for? If you were a judge, what would you be looking for for the winner of Sportscaster Idol? Piping hot takes. Just want hot takes. Just like just, Stephen A. Smith level just, just give, spice. Just give me takes. Yeah. An hour of takes. Loud, hot, obnoxious. No matter how misguided and wrong they might be, sound sure of yourself. Shooters got to shoot. Stephen A. Smith went 0 for 6 NBA Finals and does, and predictions. You know he doesn't care. And not like preseason NBA Finals predictions. Nope. No, the series is about to start. Yep. And he's one of the richest sports commentators in the world. And he doesn't care. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking for hot takes. Yeah. I look for just the opposite. Somebody who can't take my job. <laughs> Someone terrible? Yes. Go ahead. You will fire you. You're good. Well, the twins, I think. Let's keep twi- lowering the bar. Lowering yeah. the bar. Exactly. I, think what the, I think what the twins should do, I'm not sure about this, but I think they should maybe keep Dozier. Some people are. Break. Some people bad. are. Make me look good. A lot of people are pining for Randy and Cottage Grove to submit an audition. Oh, I would say, love it. If Randy submits an audition, we will play it on our show. Not everybody else is going to get that treatment. But we will for sure. If Randy, whether Randy makes it to the top 10 finalists or not, and I think he should just get a pass into the top ten. Personally, we will. Randy, oh, yeah, if, you, if you're that. listening and you want to submit, fifteen hundred ESPN dot com, and we will give you extra pub. We will play your audition on our show. I'm trying to think through a, a normal day for our guy Randy, though, and it might be a little bit difficult because it's going to be a Sunday show, right? Uh, that's the word. Yes. Okay. So if it's going to be a Sunday deal, he's got to get out to to the liquor store on Saturday and then sleep in, and he's got the Vikings game. So if he were to win, it might be a little bit tricky. Why would it be tricky though? Why can't he just? Why can't he just well, he uh, stay out from the night before? And... <laughs> okay, then perhaps he could. He could work around his lifestyle. Think about if he just makes it to the finals, live at the state fair, get Randy out of hiding on stage in front of everybody, spewing hot Viking steaks. And that happened one time. He's people, been seen once. Know, people, people wonder: Have you ever seen Randy? One time, he did show up at the state fair in Zubas, and I believe Farb it was, jersey, a, was right? like a Farb jersey. It was a Farb jersey, yes, and he did. maybe some Helga horns. And, and he got he ran. Like twenty seconds of him, and he was gone, just like a whisper. His yep. phone rang. He answered his phone mid take, <laughs> and right. then he had to leave. That's it. That's what happened. <laughs> he ran. <laughs> and there was like three or four people standing, kind of right, like walking by and yeah, wondering what is happening what? right now. Huh? I have no clue. Yeah, I could smell the beer on his breath from fifty yards away. By the way, I was proud of him for that. <laughs> well, maybe it was the beer on your breath. <laughs> Perhaps know. it could have been. There's a very good chance. The Mackie and Judd Show will continue in a moment. We'll be back in the game before you know it. Mackie and Judd on 1500 ESPN.